Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I don't usually start this way, but there is a, <laughs> a storm outside my window. It's raining heavily, there's been thunder. It is the perfect mood to talk about horror films. So, with that said, let's get into it. Uh, we talk about horror movies here on the show. I am Peter, that is Tim. And uh, we are working our way through several franchises, actually, at the moment, because come October, there's new entries in said franchises, so we're working through them, so that we'll, by the time the new ones come out, we'll have done all the previous films in the series. Uh, so with that said, this this entry is going to be Bride of Chucky, which is the fourth movie in the Chucky series, or Child's Play series, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so this is where it gets murky, because it's not called Child's Play anymore. Mm. True. Because you kept correcting me. Every time I call it a Chucky movie, you said, no, it's not a Chucky movie, it's a Child's Play movie. No, well, it's both. Child's Play movies are Chucky movies. Would you not agree, Tim? No, I disagree. Oh, of course. <laughs> see, see, when someone says, oh, I like the Jason movies, do you step in and go, well, actually, they're called Friday the 13th. I do. And then I, uh, you know, dip my fedora and <laughs> say good day. And walk home alone. Home Alone's a good film. Ah. Uh, All right, so we'll start spoiler free. Uh. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll have a small spoiler free section, I think, uh, and then we'll, yeah. we'll we'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers, and then that's what we'll do. So, what? what so, what is Bride of Chucky? Uh, is a four film in the franchise, of course. It. <laughs> Came a good seven, six, seven years after the previous one. This this came out in nineteen ninety eight. It's directed by Ronnie Yu, who went on to direct Freddy vs Jason of all things. Oh. Um, and he, he must be a big horror fan. I guess so. I mean, we'll talk about some of the things in this one yeah. uh, in a lot. Like of it. lots of references. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so basically, Jennifer Tilly plays Tiffany who is meant to be Chucky's old girlfriend, like, before he became the doll, you know, when he was Charles Lee Ray. <laughs> the thunder speaks. <laughs> and so, see, he, he, she, like, pays off a, a, a police officer to get his remains out of evidence. And she gets his body, stitches it back, because obviously it was cut to pieces at the end of the third movie. I wonder why that was even in evidence. Like, do the cops admit that, like, something was going on with this doll? That's a good question, actually. <laughs> Especially, I mean, maybe that's a little bit of hope that, uh, what's his face? Oh, Andy? Was Andy, there you go. I was like, what's yeah. the kid's name? I've forgotten. It's been so long ago now. Uh, like, maybe Andy did get off with it. Maybe he didn't yeah. go to jail. Maybe they, they eventually agreed that, oh no, something happened with the doll. The doll's responsible. We can put it in evidence. But she gets the gets, gets Chucky, does the little incantation to bring him back, and then she's like, "Hey, you were going to marry me." And Chucky, of course, is a complete <laughs> dick about the whole thing, and yep. kills her and puts her in a, a female doll's body, hence the <laughs> braid of Chucky name that we mm. that we have. And the pair of them need to get to his body because he's got an amulet around his neck and he's like and he's like human body in in the coffin where he's buried in New Jersey. So they try have to trick these two teenagers who want to run away from home <laughs> to take them there. Yeah. Uh, and that's kind of the movie. Which by the way, this amulet that he needs to like get out of their body like did the any of the previous films even mention no. Because no. the, the whole second and third movie, he's trying to get even most of the first movie, he's trying to get you mm. know, you know, into Andy's body, and like not yeah. once does he say, "Oh, I need this amulet to to go do this." 
I, I always forget that like magic plays <laughs> such a big part <laughs> in these movies. I know it's, it's it's weird, but here we are. So so that's the movie. Obviously, I think the big thing with this one is that it, it definitely veers a little more into the comedy than the previous entries. Like, oh, you know, yeah. where, whereas the third one was still kind of a slasher movie. This one is definitely more into the black comedy. There's horror elements, of course. There's still kills, there's still blood and all these things. Yeah. But it's uh, it's definitely viewing more, more of the comedy side of things. Um, I, I think the first thing is that I think the animatronics are improved a little bit. Like Chucky's a bit more mm. emotive with his hands and things like that. And yeah, uh, yeah so that's that's basically it. So I, I guess I'll ask the question. I mean, we've all seen this before, but I'll ask mm-hmm. the question. Tim, do you yeah. enjoy Braid of Chucky? Uh, I do. I think it's uh, it's pretty fun. Um, I wouldn't say amazingly fun, but mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's kind of weird because I feel like uh, I, I like Child's Play, but I, I'm not the biggest fan. Like it's not like my series, you know. So I don't know if I was, it, you know, if this would be harder for me to stomach. Like, oh no, like you know, it, it's supposed to be a serious movie, and they're you know, making it all funny and it's stuff. Funny. But I, th- I get the impression there's kind of a divide, like between fans. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people who think this is like the best one. Like, this is where it became what it should always have been. And then there's other people who think yeah. oh, this is the start of the downfall, where it stopped being what it should have been. <laughs> like, so there's, there's certainly, and honestly, I, I, I enjoy it a lot as well. I think I've got a lot of nostalgia for it. I think this is the first one I saw. I remember mm-hmm. watching this in pay per view when it hit that back. You know, oh. pr- probably '99 when it hit pay per view. Like, you know, yeah. after it came out or something like that. I remember, like, oh, yeah, that's this order, and I can watch Bride of Chucky. That was when I was starting to get into horror movies, and, you know, yeah. the stuff that was out at the time of the Scream movies and Bride of Chucky. I remember getting Urban Legend on pay-per-view of all things. We'll do that one day, but... Um, <laughs> it, was, it was an exciting time for, like, um, I, I don't think I was old enough yet to really be able to see stuff in theaters, but it was always, like, exciting you know, like Friday night, we'd go to the video store and it, it would always be like horror movies, yeah. like yeah. 99.9% of the time. And obviously some of those movies that I watched as my gateway into horror, some of them have not aged well. Some of them, you know, it's sure. like, oh, those are actually really bad movies. You know, I know what you did last summer, for example, was one of those things. <laughs> um, but some of them, you know, you, you, you look at now and they hold up. And there's a lot of nostalgic elements to this for me. Like even the, 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 the Rob Zombie music that plays at the start when the title yeah. comes up, like... That like I, I'm not a Rob Zombie fan, and obviously not his no. movies. We've talked about that many times. But his music, like I don't hate his music; it's it's fine. But like I don't don't do anything for me. But like yeah. the noise he makes in that song as the title plays, like, as the title comes up, like yeah. as soon as it started playing, like, oh yeah, I remember this. Like I remember that <laughs> that weird noise he makes as the, as he does the chorus. Uh, it's yeah. very nineties. It feels very nineties. Uh, I will definitely, say though, definitely. the the title animation is really shit. <laughs> CG. Like, see, when it oh, came yeah. on the screen, I was like, oh my god, that's cringeworthy. What were they thinking? Yeah. But there There's go. a couple of instances of the movie of, like, just making you remember how far we've come with the uh, special effects. I think what's really impressive... Specifically impress- CG. Yeah, I think what's really impressive, though, is that the animatronics for Chucky and Tiffany are both fantastic. Oh, yeah. And I actually kind of like uh, Chucky's, like, crazy, disfigured, you know, stitch mm. face look. Well, that's the thing. Like I said, this was my first one, I think. So when I went back and watched Child's Play later, I actually thought it was weird that he didn't have all the stitches in his face. Like to me, that was what Chucky looked like for you know, yeah. a while. And uh, so, you know, but so it's, it's, it's definitely dark, darkly funny. I think it does work more as a comedy. There's some good kills, 
if I'm going to critique it though, I think it's very tight. It's very well paced. Like it's ninety minutes, almost on the dot. It it goes through at a nice pace. But if I'm going to critique it, I would say that the human characters are a little bit dull. Oh, I, you know, if you before rewatching it, you know, it, it's so easy to remember like uh, yeah, Chucky, Tiffany, but the you know two teenage leads are like so forgettable i think legitimately every time i I see it i like oh yeah Catherine hegel's in this oh yeah <laughs> like every time i always forget um john ritter's also in it and i like john ritter a lot he's pretty cool yeah. uh and he's he, good uh i mean he's, he's got a small part in it but he's, he's decent enough um he has a fun death actually uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, spoilers, I guess, but most people die. Um, but like, so you, you get all 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 this stuff, and um, like, so I, I think their antics aren't that fun. But throughout most of the movie, though, as they are doing stuff, it does a really good thing where it keeps cutting back to Chucky and Tiffany, and it's them mm. making fun of them and them reacting to all their bullshit that actually yeah. makes it entertaining. So it does mm. this really smart thing where even though the human characters are kind of shitty and kind of you don't really care about them, you, you think they're kind of boring. The, the, the them reacting and messing with them makes the fun. That's what makes it entertaining. So it's actually a very easy yeah. watch. Like I, I'd forgotten just how much of a breeze it was to get through this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Certainly, like it. I mean, without even thinking about it, it is definitely better than Chucky Three or Child's Play Three, rather. Yeah, uh, I would, definitely. I'd say it's it, it's definitely more fun. Uh, I would say more memorable. Yeah. Um, like the at the very least, I think even if you didn't like this movie, you could at least still say, well, you know, Chucky Three felt like it was just going through the motions. While this, excuse me, you know, Tim. Child's Play Child's 3. Play 3. <laughs> you're right, you're right. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, at least this one, you know, whether you like it or not, at least it's like, hey, we are trying to do something different and not just, hey, yeah. let's just do the same movie again, same formula. Yeah, cause obviously, like, I think 2 took the first one and turned it into more of a conventional slasher movie, but I actually like it for those reasons. And then the third one, it kind of just tries to repeat it. Uh, and it misses, you know, it's not a terrible movie, but it does miss the mark on, like, kind of nailing what it wanted to do. Whereas this one, it's like, oh, no, let's do something different. That's And obviously, even the title, Bride of Chucky, it's called that because it's like a homage to Bride of Frankenstein. Like, that's the whole idea. Yeah. The fact that he's stitched up and everything, like, it's, it's, that is clearly the whole idea. Even when, you know, they're doing the... Even in the first movie, when they're doing the whole rituals, it kind of feels a little bit like, you know, it's alive, it's alive. You know, it's, oh, yeah, I can see that. The mad scientist yeah. kind of vibe going for it. Yeah. So... Yeah, so it, it's good fun. It's it's funny. Um, I, I think especially we've not seen it in a while. All the jokes that the Chucky and Tiffany have and play off each other, and they mostly work quite well. Uh, and Chucky yeah. is finally fun. Well, not that he wasn't fun before, but he's way more fun now because he's he's a lot more t- like because even in the third one. They still like, go long stretches of time without him on screen because he's a yeah. killer. He's he's you might keep him off screen. Whereas this one, not only is he on screen a lot, but he has like a counterpart that he talks to. So mm-hmm. he, there's constant chucky jokes and banter and just thoughts about things and debating about how to kill people and like and all, yeah. most of it's really entertaining. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can't fault it in that sense. Yeah, I think both uh, you know actors really like their parts like you can tell yeah. they're having a lot of fun of it I, I think there's a recent interview with jennifer tilly uh where she was talking about tiffany and how yeah i think she said like i, I would love to play this character you know <laughs> until i die like you know she hmm. I, I guess just has like a lot of fun with it 
Yeah. I, I, I can see why. He just gets to yeah. just say the most insane shit and yeah. whatnot. <laughs> I mean, our, our character is basically someone who gets off and killing people. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's funny, like, she is, um, like... Uh, uh, like I mean, they even mention like Martha Stewart in in a, like a weird way. She is a they mentioned Martha of, Stewart like ten times. <laughs> yeah, it comes up a lot. But, uh, like I, I feel like her character is like a a psycho Martha Stewart. Like she wants to you know be the motherly you know uh, feminine bride type, but at the same time she likes to kill and uh, you know like murder people and even like the guy she's with in, in the beginning she gets upset with, at him because oh. he like never killed anybody <laughs> yeah and i'll give the spoiler warning because i really want to talk about that um okay. uh, first of all it's a shame uh the actor who plays uh him uh passed away last year so that's that's a shame oh he's, he's one of the arquettes uh oh I didn't... And oh, oh okay oh yeah. i know yeah uh, i just say she really because uh uh she was trans like yeah. she was, obviously she wasn't yet in this movie but uh, later on, I, I yeah, I I completely forgot that that was her. Uh, yeah, uh, that's crazy though. It was it was funny because like, I noticed the name and I was like, oh, it's familiar. And then, mm. and then like it, it kind of clicked later on. Uh, but yeah, so so that character's Damien, and he's like this ultra gothy guy who comes over and he's like, hey Tiffany, and he's he's totally <laughs> got like a, a hard on for her, and he yeah, he's he, he brings this photo like, oh look at look at this person I killed, and she's like, wait. <laughs> this is you. I recognise the nail plate. He's like, oh man. Like, no, he's, he's too. And Joe's funny. Is like, see when she opens the door because she lives in this trailer, and he knocks at the door. And it, it, one of the first things he says is like, "Oh, how was your day?" And I'm like, "Gods don't speak like that." <laughs> You've got this ridiculous like chain coming, like, piercing coming through yeah. your lip, and you know that's going to get pulled out. Like Chucky's going to go for it, and it does. And it's bleeding yeah. everywhere, and it's ugh. ugh. Uh, I, I hate seeing any uh, type of like piercing get ripped out. Always like ugh, grosses me out. Yeah, so 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 that's all happened. But like his relationship with her is really fascinating to me because mm-hmm. he 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 is like again he's trying to impress someone that he has a crush on to get have sex because she's hold, withholding <laughs> and he wants to impress her by killing people or at least pretending <laughs> to kill people. He, he doesn't think this is a warning sign that maybe no nah, maybe I should go in the other direction. Uh, and of course, Chucky wakes up, uh, and we get the, the the sort of big moment where he's sitting on, sitting on uh, Damien, yeah. and his head turns Exorcist style, and it's it's I'm, right after he. <coughs> <coughs> I always like the uh, the the Chucky reveals. I I feel like are always like big, uh, nice scenes, and I, I think this one had uh, it, its own uh, cool little reveal. Yeah, as I was saying, it's right after he. <laughs> Anyway, he's, he's, he's like, oh, this this doll couldn't please you. He's just, you know, he's, he's yeah. just tiny. I'm a big man, and that's when he's like, he's, you know, he's, he's insulting his masculinity, and that's when Chucky like yeah. gets all exorcist and turns around and then pulls out his piercing and then smells him with a pillow. And I'll tell you this: Chucky's laugh never gets old. Oh no, yeah, his laugh as he's gleefully killing people is great. <laughs> and then, then from there, of course, like she gets pissed because he doesn't actually want to marry her. Because like, again. Chucky's like reaction, like, "Oh, you, you you were going to ask me to marry me?" He's like, "Are you serious?" And he just starts laughing, and he's like, yeah. "And then there's, there's a lot of things." But remember in Texas Chainsaw Three, Leatherface like into that that spell thing, typed in like you know spell you know oh, people yeah. 
and he types in food. We have a kind of yeah. almost homage to that. I mean, I don't think it was. <laughs> I, I doubt Ronnie you maybe he had seen it. I mean, he's a, he seems to be a fan. But uh, he types in uh, bitch instead of woman. And he's like, yeah, yeah I showed you what you know. You think that's wrong. Um <laughs> Speaking of, I, I mean, since we're mentioning Ronnie Yu's uh, horror fandom, we should probably mention the the Easter eggs and the the police lock up <laughs> the evidence. We have a Michael Myers mask. We have, mm. I mean, I, I mean, obviously it's meant to be referencing Jason. I wouldn't really call it a Jason mask though. It's just kind of a generic white hockey mask. It didn't quite look right. And then I th- was it a Freddy glove? I think there was. I th- I believe there was. Yeah, and maybe a a chainsaw. I think there was a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. I, I, obviously, Which... <laughs> the chainsaw is the easy one because at least with that, it's like oh, anyone could use that. I mean, obviously, yeah. we know it's meant to make us think of Leatherface, but but like, are we to believe that every like horror movie has like taken place in, in the same location and it's like the same like police department it's that's you... <laughs> cleaning it up? Yeah, it's, it's Haddonfield, Crystal Lake, yeah. Elm Street. <laughs> And then Texas, all, yeah. all like correct me they're, if I'm wrong. They're all but, in the same county, so yeah. Even though Haddonfield's <laughs> in Illinois, and I mean maybe I'm wrong, uh, Tim, but Illinois and Texas are not exactly right next to each other. No, and Crystal Lake has to be close to uh, New, New Jersey because Jason's got New- yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty, right. I'm pretty sure Crystal Lake's meant to be in New Jersey. All right. If my memory he, serves me right. Well, he he has to take over Manhattan, so it can't be that far. <laughs> And I have no idea where Elm Street is, although I'm sure there's a, you know, a canon city that oh. it's supposed to be in. Or every town has an Elm Street. So, <laughs> so if I had to guess, I, I would say uh, like Pasadena or something, because yeah, there is. Uh, I, I think that's where the house is located. There's there, definitely palm trees in the first one. The reason why I know it's. Uh, it's got an official place is because I remember mm-hmm. when Freddy vs Jason came out, people were complaining that they drive to it. <laughs> And like one night, and it shouldn't be physically possible. Like that's why I know it's got a, an official, yeah. you know, state or whatever it's in. But so what was I saying? What was I getting to? Oh, yeah, I was we, just, we just talking about the Easter, Easter eggs. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, those Easter eggs yeah. at the start, which I'd forgotten about. Uh, to be fair, so yeah, so it, it was a nice scene, and um, it's uh, and it's kind of cool that like it, it could have been cheesy if they did that in like yeah, Child's Play two or something. But in this movie, that is so you know like referential uh i, I feel like it, it it does a very 90s thing where it's kind of you know commenting on horror movies a it's little t- bit tongue-in-cheek do you know what, do you know what actually do you know what it really reminds me of and again another super 90s movie although in a much worse way batman and robin okay there's a scene in batman and robin where they go to break uh freeze out of prison and they go to get his suit out of evidence and like the yeah. riddler's outfits there there's like penguin uh-huh. stuff there there's like all these different villain like yeah you know suits and costumes and apparatus uh so i can see that yeah. so thank you bride of Chucky. you reminded me of batman and robin so you, you did, a, <laughs> did a hell of a job oh dear um so so yeah so so the plot of the movie at least from, from the so they want to get to the grave the cemetery in new jersey right and we established that, that tiffany actually lives in the same trailer park as the the boyfriend character mm-hmm. what's his name jesse and she kind of tries to flirt with him. She even asks him out for a drink, even though I'm yeah. pretty sure he's meant to be like, you know, still in high school or maybe, oh, sure. maybe, maybe slightly, maybe he's like an older boyfriend, but even then he's college age yeah. and she's like, you know what, middle-aged, well, close to middle-aged. I would, I, I would guess like him probably 18, 19 and yeah. her Late early 30s. 30s. 
I don't mean yeah. my late 30s. I mean, that's not, that's not a comment on how she looks. I'm just going from what age she is now, roughly. Uh, well, uh, I mean, I guess if she's the same, if she was the same age as, like, you know, uh, Charles Lee Ray, I mean, he was probably in his mid to late 30s. Um, so. Yeah, I've not even in his 40s know. by this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because so, keep in mind, it's been 10 years since the first movie. True, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, so I'm just saying, like, she, she's, like, just asking this guy out for a drink who's, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> that young as if it's normal uh, to do but yeah so they set up that and so she's like oh I'll pay you money to uh, take these two dolls like, over the phone obviously with her you know she's all got her voice and she's like oh, I'll pay you 500 now 500 you get there and the plot of the movie is that because like you know uh, Jade who's uh, Catherine Heigl's character his girlfriend mm-hmm. her possessive uncle played by John Ritter is a police chief and he's abusing his power by having his lieutenant like pull them over for nothing and making them take breathalyzer tests in the rain, stopping them from dating. He's being like, you know, super abusive with his power, and yeah. so he's like, oh yeah, I want to run away with her, and you know, that's what that's what their their, their token gay best friend uh, tells him to do. David, that's that's his whole thing. But was, uh, the the movie opens after like she's you know after the opening prologue scene of uh, Tiffany like stealing the the doll and like killing the cop that got it for her. Uh, mm-hmm. We have like David coming to pick her up to pretend that he's the date. And he almost gives himself away because when he gives her the corsage and it's like, she says, oh, I like lilies. And it's like, no, it's actually an orchid because if you do this and he gives all these artifacts about orchids and it's, you know, it's this kind of like, I'm not going to say homophobic, but just kind of stereotypical, oh, he's gay, he knows about flowers. Yeah. I, I especially feel like that's like a very 90s thing. Like, oh, it is. It, it so is. Like, like, that, like even that like kind of, like if you had a joke like that nowadays, I feel like it would be a stereotype that maybe more made more sense or something. Like I don't know, flowers is such a like it feels just like a uh, uh, I don't know, flowers are feminine, so I guess you would like it, kind of thing. Yeah, it's just I don't know, it's just a dated joke. And I, I, I said I don't think this would have even be offensive today. Like obviously, mm-hmm. there's some jokes based on various things that would be offensive now, but whereas this, I feel like like I'd, no one would be pissed off about it. They just think it yeah. wasn't funny. Oh yeah. You know, we'd just be kind of like, oh, that's, yeah, sure. Gay guys like flowers, whatever. But I, I would, I mean, I would say like, you know, that thing, you know, like the, the little stuff that he says, like to John Ritter is like a, a little cringeworthy. But other than that, though, I feel like he didn't really play it like super over the top or anything. No, the only thing that really happens is that every so often, like they'll make, they'll say something like, uh, oh, did you like the uncle in the uniform is like, oh no, I'm over my uniform phase, he's not my type. Or like, you yeah. know, they threw in some deliberate, really clunky references to just make sure the audience knew he was gay. Like, it was like, yeah. uh, it felt a little bit unnatural in that sense. But I mean, that was pretty mm-hmm. much it. He wasn't too over the top, actually. As much as I'm complaining about that one joke being kind of dated, yeah. like, otherwise he wasn't this flaming, kind of, you know, over the top, yeah. flamboyant character. Yeah, like he's not super, yeah. you know, garish and have like the, that, stereotypical like accent or whatever or yeah, yeah, the, yeah the kind of voice that people do sometimes so yeah. so they want to break away and correct me maybe inflation's taken more of a, a an impact <laughs> on what i how i think of money but so he thinks that a thousand dollars is enough for them to like run away and start a life together no <laughs> one thousand one thousand dollars and all i could think was and maybe when I first saw this, when I was like whatever age, like nine, ten, I probably was thinking to myself, "Oh, that's a lot of money," but I was, yeah. you know, I was I was young. I didn't understand that that's actually nothing to actually live yeah. on for, like, 
that maybe lasts like three weeks. And as I'm someone a... who's <laughs> for two people, as... like seriously. I mean, as someone who's currently actually trying to buy a house, I can confirm that that will not get you anywhere. Like that—that's not even like enough for the bank fee to apply <laughs> for like a loan. <laughs> that is—it's absurd. Like he thinks they can run away. Now, to, to their credit, they decide at the end of the movie that they don't want to run off. They want to actually do it properly and just do whatever. But. Like, well, I mean, by then, the uncle's dead, so it's like, yeah, maybe we can just hang out. That, that, that is true, that is true. Um, so, that, that's, so they go on this road trip, and people keep dying around them, and so much so that the media think they're serial killers, and they're actually like not sure if the other one's a serial killer, and they start getting untrustworthy of each other, um, and that's kind of what happens with them. Uh, but of course, Chucky and Tiffany are along for the ride, and that's where all mm-hmm. the entertainment comes from. Uh, and it's actually kind of um, like a fun... Like, it's not like a full-on road movie, but it it is kind of like a neat, hmm. like, oh, hey, we're going to different destinations, and yeah, they're doing all this, like, I don't know, I guess mischievous is, is a little bit of a weird word, but, like, it, it kind is... Of is like, it's, it's even they're arguing about how to kill the uncle, and they're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to pull out my knife, uh, this is yeah. great, this is a classic, and she's like, no, that's <laughs> boring, and he picks up a hammer, it's like, nah, too predictable, uh... And then she starts talking about Martha Stewart. You know, you, know, you, you get inventive, you, know, you improvise. And, yeah. You know, they end up with this weird plan of like all these nails sticking out of the dashboard. So when the sleeping bag comes out, it fires all the nails into his face. And and there's a pinhead joke. He's like, "Oh, yeah. that seems familiar." <laughs> like Chucky makes a little pinhead joke. Uh, and They're hanging out in hell. <laughs> at least that's how he. Uh, well, he doesn't actually die because he ends up waking up later on in the movie, and Chucky has to stab him. Which is <laughs> to, that's it's a really funny uh, yeah. like callback. Yeah. Um, yeah, you also have. I mean, I actually really like the kill, like the, this weird other couple, because they end up getting married at this you know drive-in <laughs> place at this motel. Yeah. And there's this like adjoining room for some reason, like they've given them an adjoining room to another couple. Like, why you'd mm-hmm. want that in your honeymoon? I don't know. But th- th- this other couple like want group the, sex. They come in and they start the swingers. Like, yeah, they, they come in and start like groping and yeah. like yeah, let's just do stuff. Let's have a little game of swapsy. Again, and... these kids are probably eighteen at best. <laughs> but she's not eighteen. Because the uncle points that out at the start of the yeah. movie, because he says, "Oh, like, uh, yeah, when you turn eighteen, you can do what you want, but until then, you're my business or whatever." He says. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's so, right. so... so underage, <laughs> she's underage, right? And this this yeah. creepy guy is like, "Oh, hey, hey." <laughs> um, I wonder if Catherine Heigl was already like a, a you know a piece of work because I, I, there's a lot of stories mm-hmm. about her in later movies where she's a complete nightmare to work with. Uh, mm. Like, you know, you hear stories from, like, Knocked Up and stuff like that, where she's just a complete, like, otherwise a bitch, because I've never actually, you know, I've not seen any of it firsthand, but, mm. uh, you know, she's difficult, she makes demands, she's not pleasant to be around. Uh, I, I don't know, I hope not, because I feel like it would be such a fun set that, mm. yeah, it, it would suck if, I want, yeah, someone wasn't great. It makes me wonder, though, if she hated doing this movie. Like, she was doing it because she knew, like, doing a horror movie like this would maybe be good for her career, mm-hmm. but, you know... I can see. I can see her like thinking it's stupid if she's got that type of attitude. I can see that. Yeah, I, I mean, again, like these characters, I feel like really are not the focus on the movie, but like yeah. the, you know, with uh, Chucky and Tiffany, you can really see like the fun the the actors are having, and yeah, definitely didn't get that as much from, um, yeah, the the, humans. You know, the, the teen. Just yeah, kind of there. but yeah, I mean, to be fair though, I, that's like kind of their role. Like, they're not going to do as much fun stuff, so. 
So so they, they, they keep thinking the other one's a serial killer, the humans, that is. Um, and this couple next door get, like... Like, Tiffany gets pissed because the, the woman steals a ring, so she goes next door mm-hmm. and throws a champagne bottle into the, the mirror above the bed, and it's a water bed, <laughs> so it just all comes crashing down. That was yeah. another point where the CG looked a bit rough, because the, like the, the, just a couple of shots of the glass that was CG looked really bad. And what is it about, like, early CGI effects that I feel like they were always, like, it, some type of reflective or mirror, like, kind of uh, effect hmm. to it? I don't know, it seems like that that's a thing that got like CG'd a lot. Uh, that's a fair point. I don't know. Just like weird it's just like always like mirror shards or weird metallic goo. Yeah. To be fair, the metallic goo from Terminator <laughs> 2 is held up pretty well. That's pretty good. I was thinking more like Capri Sun <laughs> commercials, but Okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's that's fine, yeah. <laughs> to be fair though, Terminator Two is the is what co- you know made CGI yeah. big. Like, wasn't the first, of course, Cameron did that in The Abyss already. That was the mm-hmm. first CG, not the first CG in a movie, but the first CG like that, where it was like a, you know, like, it was like, a, like oh, wow. a being who's actually moving around yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't imagine the amount of computers that took to render in like the 80s when they made that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, so there's a, yeah, so, so they have that, that cool death, which leads to the infamous sex scene between Chucky and Tiffany where he's like oh I love you you, you kill people really well and it's like wait you're crying like wait does all the plumbing work and he's like I'm starting to feel like Pinocchio here and like yeah. you know hence the sex scene and I, I love that it goes to the shadows on the wall like you know it's, it's the proper romantic scene hey Chucky have you got a rubber look at me I'm all rubber <laughs> yeah there's some pretty good like uh, they're they're super cheesy, but yeah, I can't really help but like laugh at some of the lines. The the tone is right, I think. I think yeah. that's the thing. The, the tone and the spirit of the movies put you in the right mindset for all these jokes, mm. so so they play off quite well. Uh, and of, of course, at this point, like they, they the, there's a friend shows up, you know, uh, David, and he ends up like starting to doubt that they're not serial killers because he sees the dead body in the in the, mm. in, the, in, the in the van and the sort of like under the seat and the and the, the 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 compartment. Yeah, and uh, he ends up getting out of the car, and you can see where this is going because they're on the highway, and this truck just makes them go splat, and that's actually yeah. pretty good. I mean, I could tell it was CG, but it was quick enough that it looked quite good. Yeah, you know, I, I was okay with the splat. Uh, and uh, and it was kind of funny. It reminds me of the scene in Child's Play Three where you know Chuck is about to kill someone, and he has a heart attack. And oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of similar to this. Like, yeah, I think even Chucky says something like, "Well, that was convenient." <laughs> I think he said uh, that works. Well, that works too. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So no, so that's when like they actually know about the dolls because that's when they've seen them come alive, and then they they have them at gunpoint, and we end up getting this weird thing where they, they okay, we need to switch to different vehicles. So I wonder if there's mm-hmm. a deleted scene of them actually stealing this RV because it, it, you don't see how they get it. It just cuts to them in an RV, yeah. which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing maybe they deleted something for some reason. But mm-hmm. they're, they're in this RV and like. Tiffany's making food because apparently they actually eat because why not and yeah. Chucky's all happy about it he's eating his cookie she's making meatballs and all the rest <laughs> of it and this is where they actually because they set up this thing early on in the movie where Tiffany says to Jesse when she's still human oh, treat her right treat your girlfriend right make sure you know if she, if she slaves over a hot stove uh, you make sure you do the dishes at least uh, yeah. so they play them off each other because like uh, uh, you know he's been really disrespectful he's not doing the dishes and like he, Jesse's like, oh, she's not much of a housekeeper, though, is she? And he's like, hey, <laughs> Tiffany, those dishes aren't going to do themselves. And she, of course, gets violent. 
yeah. and it escalates, <laughs> uh, which ends up you know flipping the truck, and we we get to the the cemetery, and that's where we kind of have a big climax of the movie. Uh, which you know it results in a bit of a standoff where Chucky's got got Jade, you know, at gunpoint, but mm-hmm. uh, Jesse has uh, Tiffany at gunpoint, and they have this bit of exchange, and it all goes down, and there's the the lightning mm-hmm. and stuff, and there's stabbings and and whatnot. I mean, it plays yeah. out pretty much what you expect it to. I, th- I think that's maybe the weakest point of the movie is the last like ten fifteen minutes, just because it's the road trip that's really fun and it's like these mm-hmm. two characters making fun of things killing people once it gets to the okay we're actually here we have to do the ending it's just like okay it'll just play us out kind of how you expect it to yeah it, it's necessary but it's not as fun as the journey has yeah. been up until this point it, like it, it keeps it brisk though it keeps it you know you're not waiting for it too long to like yeah. wrap up it, it does its job and the cop that we've been seeing on tv all movie like shows up <laughs> and like Jade just grabs his gun and shoots Chucky to hell, uh, which I have to question. Like, I mean, I, I guess they do bury him like afterwards. I think, but like, or they take they take the ladder away. But he, they shoot him. They shoot him to hell. And I'm like, to be fair, he went through much worse than the previous movies. Oh yeah. I mean, to be fair, he has that great joke about uh, I always come back. In fact, there's an even better one in the in the van earlier on. Where he says this story is so long and complicated, it would take at least three or four sequels to do it justice. <laughs> Again, yeah, that's pretty good. Very meta. You can tell it's post scream. Yeah. It feels like a very post scream movie where it's making all these self referential jokes about yeah, that, itself in the genre. Yeah, there's definitely a, a time where, um, and, and I think not even like horror movies, just maybe like this like little time in, in the '90s where it was like the cool thing to do to kind of you know um like call out you know tropes or trends or whatever and kind of have this little meta you know commentary on it but it definitely works in this movie um yeah and yeah and i liked um at the end like the i I like the cop shows up and is like you know a lot of the times in, in these type of things you know you have the the person that comes out of nowhere and then you know they they see something that and then whatever weird crazy thing there is you know they miss it or it's trying to act normal like i like that he just looks down and he you know there's not even yeah there's no hiding it he's just like what the hell is that and then yeah just grab the gun and (laughs) shoot him as much as he can and like he says like um yeah he's like i always come back but dying sure is a bitch uh Mm. is a nice line to go out on yeah so I love how the cop, like you know, it, you know, it's morning by this point, and the cop's like, he's just over the radio. He's like, yeah, you kids get home, and he's just over the radio. Says to you, he's like, you know, other police, like, yeah, the kids didn't do it. And I'm like, no <laughs> one's going to believe what you just saw. Like, how are you going to prove that they didn't do it? Like, it's yeah, whatever. And then of course we get to the the final scene, uh, which, <laughs> which is, is which I had crazy. forgotten this. I'd forgotten that they set up like. Like obviously, I know what the next movie is. I'd always remembered yeah. that what the next movie was, but I'd completely forgotten that they actually did the setup for it at the end of this one. Me too. Especially yeah. since the next movie was like ten years later or whatever it was. Like it, you know, it was a while. Yeah, it was a long time until see the Chucky. But so he, he he finds Tiffany, the cop, after the kids are away, and he he kneels down next to it, and she then wakes up and starts screaming, <laughs> and gives birth. Very quick pregnancy, <laughs> might I add? You know, they only had sex with the night before, yeah. and. shoots out this evil baby which you know jumps up and bites the cop (laughs) in the face cut to credits yeah uh this 
even having seen the movie before, <laughs> this still like took me by surprise. I completely forgot. Um, like at, at first, like once she, she kind of starts moaning and going into labor, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, she does <laughs> end up having a baby, and then like I completely forgot that the baby does actually jump up and like bite the cop's face, presumably killing him. Yeah, presumably. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I think to sum up, obviously we talked a lot about the comedy and the fact that Chucky has someone to talk to, and that both him and her are pretty funny, and the way they play yeah. off each other is a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Again, going back to the animatronics, uh, the face was always good, but there's a lot more movement in the arms now, and I also mm. felt like they were showing a lot more other things, like when he crawls from the van to the other car to kill the cop. Like just oh, yeah. the, the, the image of him crawling, I feel like we'd never seen that in the, the previous films, whereas here, no, we're going to do that. Yeah. So, that's pretty fun. Uh, and there's lots of other things. There's a shot actually just as he's leaving the van. Like, it looks under the van, and you can just see the feet. And you could tell they just got like a kid or something to like run <laughs> in the costume because uh, it it looked way more like you know natural than he usually looks. Yeah. Um, which is a shame. I feel like I'd rather it be consistent with how he not because the animation's pretty good on him. Like the animatronics are pretty good, uh, but it's obviously not quite lifelike. But I think that's okay because he's meant to be a doll. He's not meant to be real. So yeah. it gives it this weird quality. So doing that for one shot kind of ruins the illusion a little bit because it feels too normal. Yeah, it's a little weird. But that would, that would be my my question. So yeah, I, I think the human characters aren't that interesting. I mean, they're okay. They're, they're there for to serve the plot. They're, they're basically plot devices more than anything else, mm-hmm. which I think is the big difference between this and the previous films is that we had main characters and Chucky was the villain hunting them down. In this movie, Chucky and Tiffany are the main characters. Mm-hmm. The human beings are there to serve their plot, and they are the protagonists. They are the ones who are actually driving the plot. They're not driving the van. They've got humans to do that, but they are driving the plot, and I think that's that's a big difference. It makes it feel different from the previous films. So, yeah, and I feel like you you don't want that with like all your villains. Oh, like, oh no! Like if you did that with any of the other slasher, like yeah, like icons, Jason or something. Yeah, that like. Jason or Michael Myers, like that it would not work at all. But I, I think Chucky is one of the weird ones where you can get away with that. Yeah, because Chucky kind of became his own thing. Chucky became this mm-hmm. this character. Kind of like Freddy Krueger, he became more of a comedy thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with Chucky, because he's a doll, it actually works. Whereas with Freddy Krueger, I think most people agree that when he got too funny, it, it stopped being good. Like it, it, yeah. it, they broke away from what he was supposed to be. Whereas with Chucky, it's like, no, he kind of works as part comedy. Now, arguably, it goes too far, and we'll talk about that uh, with the next one But when we get to it. But at least at least for this, I actually think this one is the the, the best one in terms of the comedy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's worth I'd something. That. Yeah, it's worth yeah. something. It's not my favourite in the series. I still prefer Child's Play 2. Mm-hmm. Um I probably prefer this over the first one, though, now that I'm thinking about it, like, compared to Child's Play 1. I think Child's Play 1 is obviously a better-made movie in terms of the the craft of it, but I do think this is uh, just more fun. Like, I think this is an easier watch than the first one. Yeah, I'd say if it's Friday night and you just want to put on a movie, you know, a, a Child's Play movie to watch it, I, I would probably choose this over, yeah, the first one. Yeah, and then it, it may it probably maybe it depends a little bit on on the mood, but it, it's definitely fun and rewatchable. And like you said, it's you know like about ninety minutes. Uh, it's it doesn't take a big chunk of time or anything. So so far, in terms of what we've watched, I'd rank them: Child's Play two, Raider Chucky, Child's Play, Child's Play three. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I kind of 
Like, I want to disagree with you for the sake of disagreeing. But, but you know I... I'm right. You, you know I'm right. <laughs> you, you just want yeah. to cause trouble. That's all you're doing right now. You're causing trouble. But, uh, I, I would agree with that, though. Yeah, I, I think Child's Play 2 is definitely the best in terms of the, the serious ones. It, yeah, like builds off a lot of the stuff from the first one and improves on it. And then you, this is the best in terms of like, you know, the fun, goofy ones. Yeah. So I guess with that said, Tim, unless you have any final scenes you have glossed over you wish to uh, impart your wisdom on. Uh, I mean, not really. They're like... I mean, we pretty much talked about most of the, the standout yeah. scenes. I, like the the other stuff that I, I feel like between them is just like a lot of banter, which uh, is fun. But it, you know, yeah, there's no point. Really in re- yeah, there's no yeah. there's no point in repeating every line they had in the movie. I mean, yeah. uh, but a lot of it's really fun. So mm. it's good stuff. Um, so yeah, so Tim, what would you rate this out of out of ten? I think I'm going to give it a. I think I'm going to be a, a 7.5 is what I'm going to go with. I... Yeah, I, I think I think I may agree with that score. And I think that's also what I rated um, the second one, if I remember. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I went all the way to any... I don't think I did. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. if I did either. But I, I feel like an 8 is... like if, too if much. this was Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I I think this is excelling in the like the fun factor, but not necessarily in the like oh this is made really well. Like it's not like there's stuff that was like oh man that one shot was awesome or oh the music really stood out and was great. Like there's not enough stuff like that yeah, to the, elevate it the, to the, an eight. The filmmaking is hardly like special in that sense. Yeah. Uh, it just feels super nineties, uh, which it is super nineties, <laughs> yeah. but it's um yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think... Actually, no, I'm going to go with a 7. I'm going to go slightly lower and go with a 7. Um, which I think is really impressive, because I think I give the first one a 7. So I'd rate them both pretty closely, even though I would maybe put this one above it. Um, and I think I gave the second one a 7.5, and then I gave the third one like a 6, maybe a 5.5. So I think, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the third one dipped, but it's a relatively consistent series. As much as it maybe doesn't hit the heights that, you know, as mm-hmm. some other series do, it's actually a lot more consistent. Yeah, I, I would so say. <laughs> yeah, um, I've, I've I've said this before that I I feel like it is. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a a word other than consistent since you just said it, but the, yeah, it, it is very consistent. Where there's a a pretty sustainable level of quality in them. Where you know there are definitely other series that I like more. I would even say I like a lot more, but I you know. I feel like the dips in those are felt a lot more where, you know, it can be wildly good, you know, and then the next one can be horribly bad. Whereas this, uh, it's a much flatter, you know, level field. Yeah. So there you go. That's Braid of Chucky. So by all means, let us know what you think of that one in the comments below. Of course, we will be getting to see the Chucky and of course, Curse of Chucky mm-hmm. uh, over the next couple of months. So you can look forward to those. Um, but yeah, so... Let us what you think. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates and all that stuff. You can support us uh, on patreon.com slash TV if you want to do that. You can go over there and check out some of the bonuses, including voting for bonus episodes, um, early reviews of Tales from the Crypt that we do every week, and a bunch of other stuff uh, as well on top of the horror-related things. Um, and speaking of, actually, I suppose I'll, I'll use this uh, time to announce it. Uh, obviously, 
if you weren't around watching our stuff last October, one of the things we like to do for October, we're getting relatively close now, is we like to do a bunch of extra episodes. We typically pump out at least three episodes a week during the month of October, and we call it the Octoberthon. Now, mm-hmm. and there might be more than that as well. We last year we were known for slotting in last minute extras just because we felt like it. So we try and watch a lot of horror movies over October. Uh, but one of the things we're doing, at least for the in terms of the Patreon votes, is that there'll be two votes this October. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I can't announce what they are yet. Uh, we should have that information by the start of September. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so two votes for patrons come come next month for the month of October because we're doing mm-hmm. a lot of extra episodes. So yeah, so. and uh, actually something else uh, that we did last year is uh, if you followed us on social media, we you know counted down our top 100 horror movies. Like so, that's that's right. Know, yeah, I did do that. Uh, yeah, so if you, you know, I'm uh, at Tim Vargulish on you know, pretty much whatever, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, I'm at Liberal89 on the Twitters and Instagram. Yeah, so uh, if if you like that kind of stuff, uh, you might want to follow us. Uh, I'm doing another countdown this October, which uh, I'll tell you about, Pete, if you, you like. I, I don't want to just do the same thing because it'd pretty much be the same list as yeah. last year with a few differences. That, that said, though, Tim... The- I mean, sure, we didn't in social media last year, but we could revise it and then make a video out of it. Okay, well, or, or that's probably, not a bad idea. Probably a few videos, actually. Maybe maybe like spread it over the four weeks of the month. Maybe like a, a weekly countdown, like, you know, the first top 25 or, or like, yeah, you know, yeah. go 100 to 75 or something. Okay. Yeah, 100 to that's 75 and then 74 to 50 and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously the top 25 on the on maybe just before Halloween. Uh, maybe that's worth doing, or maybe not. I mean, maybe because obviously we start talking about them as we're as we're saying them. Does that spoil some future episodes if we've already like spent a few minutes talk, talking about? We have to keep that's it. True. We'd have to keep it quite strict because obviously, if we talk yeah. about all twenty five, it's going to you know they'll be super long. Like the, yeah. you know twenty five movies, like, that'd be really long if we keep it very quick. Especially since we're, we'll have our own lists each, mm-hmm. so it'd be like my number one hundred is this, my number your hundred is mm-hmm. that. Um, and maybe just like one or two sentences, like maybe really tight, just to. Yeah. yeah maybe That's not a bad that. idea. Maybe, uh, maybe if people, maybe if people are interested in that, maybe if they want to give feedback, leave some comments or something, let yeah. us know if that's something they'd like to see. Yeah, let us know. Um, it's the sort of thing where, yeah, we wouldn't do it again next year, but maybe in three years, once we've you know three more years of doing this show, watching a lot of horror mm-hmm. movies, we could do it again. Has it changed? Yeah. That kind of thing. Um. Yeah, let us know. Does that sound interesting? Would you like to see us do that kind of thing as an extra for October? Uh, do let us know. Because we're crazy enough to try and do it. <laughs> crazy enough. Which basically means I'm going to have to spend September you know, obsessing over what the top 100 horror movies are for me. <laughs> but anyway, guys, that is us. Thank you very much for watching. Keep watching scary